everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Good to see everybody today. And uh, another great day to live for God, be in His house, giving Him glory and honor. I'm going to try something here, and uh, been wanting to do this for about a good solid two weeks now. If we'd, if we'd all stand, I learned this a couple of weeks ago in the simplest way. We'll just see how good it works on us. A lot of us was here, we, so we know what we're doing. So it starts out like this. First, all you have to do is close your eyes. So just close your eyes. Just tilt your head back. Look up toward the, toward the ceiling there, up toward heaven. Raise your hands up in the air and start thanking God for all his many blessings that he's given you today. Oh, I thank you, God, for your goodness today, God. I praise you for your wonderful gifts and blessings in my life today, God. I thank you for every good thing that you've given me in my life today, God. I praise your wonderful name, Lord Jesus. Oh, I magnify you, Lord God. I worship you today. I exalt your name today, God. Oh, Lord Jesus, I praise you and worship you today, God. I magnify you today, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I love you, God. I praise your wonderful name today, Lord. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, the simplest things that get God's attention. They're so simple. They're so simple. And God responds to the simplest things when it comes out of a pure heart. He loves it. Well, we're worshiping. We're praising. We're going to sing. Brother, I'm just going to take up an offering. We're going to have some good church today. It's what it's all about, worshiping God, being encouraged, getting our strength today. Praise the Lord. Let's all sing. Clap.
Oh, I value my relationship with God. It's the single most important thing in my life is my relationship with Him. Anything good in my life flows directly from God and my relationship. Relationship with my wife, my family, my kids, the way I can do my job with the right attitude. It all comes from the top. I, I value that relationship. It's the single most important thing in my life. Prayer. Yes. Brother Mills is going to sing for us today. Yeah. Ask God to bless him. Um, I can't remember how many times I've heard, you know, I, I grew up in church and uh, I remember, uh, you know, like going through things with my family and I always heard my mom say, you know, uh, Praising through it, you know. And uh, sometimes it's easier said than done. But, uh, you know, this song is called Keep Singing. And uh, it's always been a favorite of mine. And um, sometimes we have to remember that. We need to remember to trust God and give it all to him, you know. And... Uh, so I hope this song ministers to you today. Keep singing 
gotta keep praising your name that's the only way that I find healing I've gotta keep singing gotta keep praising your name you're the one that's keeping my heart beating can I climb up in your lap I don't turn turn to God he's faithful he'll never leave you or forsake you praise the Lord brother Erickson's time to deliver the word of God today and since we're running long here I don't have no time for jokes so it's all business today brother Erickson God bless you I know that we're running a little bit late I will try to be I'll try to be briefer. <laughs> that, that doesn't tell you a thing, does it? <clears throat> uh, turning your attention today to James chapter 1, verse 21. I'm going to be reading through 25. And uh, as my opening verse, Brother Kevin, I would never want to ask the trials of life and the complexity of life and the, and the things that we go through to be on anyone. However, I will say that um, when you sing a song like that, there's more than what meets the eye, and it means so much to me, and I appreciate that word so much, and I don't mean to say, take away from all that else that has been saying today, I don't mean that disrespectfully, I've just realized that um, sometimes a person can sing something that is very poignant and timely. And uh, I'm trusting today that we could feel that beautiful ministry of that word. Um, James chapter 121. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. Superfluity means superabundance. Naughtiness is all that is corrupt, immoral. 
and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in the glass. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Talk to you about looking into the perfect law of liberty. I probably should have put on that title and continuing therein. <laughs> there is a difference, isn't there? Lord, I pray that you'd bless your word right now. I pray, Lord, for life-giving scripture today. You would bless each and every one. I pray, Lord, for the power of the Holy Ghost to work and move in this place. Give us the direction, Lord. I believe that you meant to be in this word. We ask it in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. <clears throat> a scriptural definition of liberty today is not possibly what you and I might think of in 2023 concerning our jobs or concerning a bad situation and we wanting to get liberty or freedom from it. Liberty is not so that you could do what you want, but so that you could do what you should. That's the Bible definition of liberty. Oh, yes. <clears throat> liberty to bring out the prisoners from the prison bars. Liberty literally means simply freedom. God wants to give every Christian freedom today to be able to live a life and that more abundantly. To have a newfound thinking in our life that we can face obstacles and face problems and face difficult places, face family relationships, face marriages, face marriages that aren't what we want them to be, and to be able to say, through God, I can do all things. Isaiah said this, to open, uh, Jeff, you're going to just have to follow me when I go through these scriptures, to open the blind eyes, to bring out the prisoner from the prison, and then that sit in darkness out of the prison house. The scriptures always connect darkness with prisons. It's a state of mind. It's not today a window with bars in it uh, at the county jail today. I'm talking about and things that hold us down and suppress our joy and keep us from victory in our life. Isaiah said this, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. You want to know what the gospel was meant to do in your life? It's not just a pretty church and choosing what religion you're going to be a part of. It's today. It's a matter of the Lord. If you allow him to do what he wants, he wants to open up the prison doors of your life. The book of Hebrews tells us about blood and of bulls and goats. But then it went on to say that there would be something better than the blood of bulls and goats. Why? It was God's plan. It was God's idea. Blood of bulls and goats would forgive Israel from their sins for another year and push their sins ahead. And every year by year by year, if they would just do that, everything would be fine and they would be free from sin and corruption and condemnation from the past. But what it did not do is it could not fix their conscience. They knew what they had done. They knew how quickly it is, easy it is to fall into those past habits. But Scott gave us that perfect analogy today. Amen. But what would cancel out our consciousness? You see, being a captive is opening the prison today. God wants 
every one of us. I think that maybe in this verse, a text of scriptures that I've been reading to you today, that we would need to realize today that it wasn't that I came out of prison when I came to Christ, but that he wants to empower me to come out of all of my prisons throughout my life in Christ. John 8 and 32 said, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I'm talking about the summation of the gospel today is it gets you out of the things that are complicating your life. The fullness of the Godhead is that God wants to redeem you from corruptible lifestyles, past habits, and things that have been in your way. Even today, now, years after you came to God, he wants to give you victory today in your life. Don't tell me how many years you've lived for God and think that that's the summation that I should know that you are victorious. But allow me today to know that if you are walking in the Spirit, God wants to break the prison doors and get you out of those things. Paul and Silas were in prison long after they came to God. Well, this is only for the newbies, really. Brother Erickson, your message today is, is for the new people. It's a shame they weren't here. No, no, no. I think God knows exactly who's here. Romans 8 and 2 says, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. You could say, well, that's just talking about the redemption story. I've been bought with the blood of the Lamb. I, that's when it all happened. Oh, no, my friend. Today, I have the opportunity to come out from among that garbage and live a life that is victorious in God. See, liberty can make me free here so that I can be free over there. Ah, Romans 8 and 21 says, because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Yeah. God's plan was that your vessel, while you're living in your flesh, in your body, God's plan was that the gospel would give you victory after victory after victory after victory. He did it 10 years ago. He did it five years ago. He did it a day ago. God wants to give you victory today, and he wants to give you victory tomorrow. There's a lot of prison doors that need to be opened in our lives. A lot of past trash, a lot of past habits, a lot of past family, a lot of past stuff that gets in our way. And God says, I want to give you a victory today that will overcome the world. 2 Corinthians 3 and 17 says, Now the Lord is that Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. You see, it's not a one-off shot. It's not just, I got it when I got it. Got the t-shirt, proved I was there. Got baptized, repented of my sins. Got filled with the Holy Ghost, leave me alone. Oh, no, 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 no. You're missing out on the liberty that sets us free. You're not realizing today that today, in 2023, God's got some things he wants to break you through. Romans 8, 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus who walk. Everybody said who walk? Not after the flesh but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. I'm talking about liberty today. I'm talking about God wants you to press through. God wants you to go further. I'm thrilled for the unity I feel in this church. I agree with everything that was said this morning. I rejoice uh, how that we are able to be a knit-together body of believers. And I'm thrilled with that. But I also want to keep it. 
And as soon as I let that old habit, my old man step in, that old way, as soon as I give in and say, well, I'm not quite as hot as I used to be with Jesus. I, I, I think he gave me enough wisdom to take care of my life today. Not so, my friend. But it's only through the perfect law of liberty, the spirit of Jesus Christ. You see, the ceremonial law, not, the liberty is not only freedom, but it also is freedom from religion in, in the Strong's. I thought that was interesting. I thank God that we don't have to go over to Europe and, and, and try to worship God around a circle of columns that were ancient. I thank God I don't have to go follow up with all the Indian nations here in, in our state and, and find out what they all believed about their gods. But God has given me freedom. I, I thank God it doesn't matter what I used to be and what religion my mom and dad were. It doesn't matter. What matters is do I have the liberty in Christ Jesus today? Oh God, take my walk with God to no longer be a religion but let it be a relationship. You see, it's not talking, but walking that brings us into the kingdom. A lot of people can talk the talk. I warned my boys last night. I said, I said a lot of people say they're Christians. A lot of people will tell you what God's been doing for them. But it has nothing to do with what, what, what they're living, what they're walking. If they're finding this liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. I'm being ugly. I'm just saying it's the truth. We have to realize today the centerpiece, the girdle of truth is the fact that God wants me to come out from all the trash of my, my past. Jesus told Peter, he said, I will give thee keys to the kingdom of heaven and whatever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven i'm telling you, there's a whole lot more binding and loosing that god is interested in in our own life than it is about what i could say god's going to do for you You see, the Bible said the law was to bring us to Christ because that there was no remedy with bulls and goats. It, it only pushed the problem ahead. But today, I want victory. How about you? Today, I want, I want to find out what it means to really walk in freedom. I, I, I want to know that every time I come against an obstacle in Kevin Erickson, the old attitudes, bad attitudes, bad motives, bad, all the manipulation I can concoct with my human thinking. And I'd like to be able to blow it off to the side and say, no more. He who believeth on me, as the scripture said, out of his belly shall flow all the living waters. Amen. You see, knowledge puffeth up. That's why you can't just talk the talk today. You're going to have to walk the walk. Proverbs 5, oh, forgive me, I, I quoted this to the boys last night because I wanted them to understand. Proverbs, Proverbs 5 and 22, his own iniquities shall take the wicked himself, and he shall be holden with the cords of his sins. What that tells me is, is that this is still an issue of not, Lord, Lord, have we not cast out devils in thy name? Have we not done many wonderful works? Have we not done miracles in thy name? But he will say unto them, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. I never knew you. This gospel is all about liberty today. It's not about what you, presentation I can show you in front of this group of people. Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. Everyone say bondage. You think your sins, you can do them and still go to church? For maybe a short period of time you can until the Lord reveals, if you had done this, I could do this. 
if you'd obey me, Sister Rachel, that's your point today. If you obey me, then I'll fulfill this need of yours. Praise God. Romans 6.16 Know ye not that whomso ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. There it is. I'm preaching today a message that needs to happen today in your life, not just what you did when you made a choice and you lived for God. Oh, you know the story, Acts 2.38, I'm not going to quote it. But that we need to have repentance in our life because somehow we have to deal. Liberty will never be how to hide your sin. Liberty will never be how to get around your sin. I'm dreadfully wicked over here, but God, you see, I changed this little lace that tire. Don't I get nothing? <laughs> How many people are living like that? And it's not excusing your sin. Everybody's doing it. <laughs> I'm not as bad as Brother Stevens. Thou fool. This day, your liberty is in question. Just a little more. Are you all okay? Am I killing you? I'm trying to get you to realize today what this is a right now message. This is this, is this week. This is God preaching to us because he, he knows that he loves you and he is committed to you and he wants you to have victory. But you can't do it just on your laurels. You can't do it just on your good works. You can't do it just because you wear uh, good clothes now. But it's far more important than that. The only way for us to expose our sinfulness and live is through the blood of Jesus Christ. And when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart, and they said, "Men and, uh, to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter said, repent. Be baptized, every one of you. I, I by faith, have this water warm today. Looking for the day I can baptize someone. I told the Lord I'm going to keep warming it, Brother Stevens. I'm going to keep it clean. I keep smelling it to make sure it's okay. Because I want to baptize someone. Why? Because this thing is bigger than just going to a church. It's more than a Sunday morning service. But listen, liberty has to stay free. We started off a good work. God truly brought liberty to our lives. No doubt about it, no questions asked. But how do we stay free? How do we continue not in sin? Shall we continue in sin? God forbid. 2 Peter 2, 19, or 20. Uh, I think it's just 19. While they promised them liberty. Oh, somebody else is promising liberty today. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome of the same as he brought into bondage. Be not deceived today. We're not here to measure ourselves among ourselves, but I hope that this message will be squarely placed on your heart and my heart today that we will live a life where we are becoming what he wants us to be. I know you asked God to forgive you many years ago. I'm not questioning that. I'm questioning today, do you still want to be free from sin? I'm questioning today, do you still want to become more like him? Romans 13, 11 through 14, good verse. And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. What do you, what do you, want, what are you waking me up for? For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Oh, so there is something about this. Today is just as important as yesterday. 
The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us, therefore, cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in clamoring. Clamoring is immoral sins. Lust of your flesh. Chasing after another human being. Clamoring and wantonness. Not in strife and envying. Envying the lust thereof. Now the Bible says that not to make provision for the flesh. Paul was talking to Christians who had already been blood-bought. Already been sold out. Already made commitments to live for God. You see, I'm telling you today, you can't live and keep rolling by momentum to heaven. But God wants you to have a fervor and a desire to make new steps in God. Why not grow in God today? It's awesome. The same joy you experienced yesterday can be found today. Why? Because you're making new choices. Uh, 2 Peter 1, 3 through 11. Now, this is the killer verses. Ready? This is where I bring it home. According as his, divine, as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. It's all Jesus, right? Through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue. Whereby, or using these things, are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue and to your virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind. He's still in prison. And cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. Praise God. Praise God. For an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly in the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise God. And Matthew 16 says, And I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, upon this rock I'll build my church, gates of hell shall not prevail. I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Loosed on earth shall be loosed in heaven. But then John 12 37 through 43, but though he had done so many miracles before them, talking about Jesus, yet they believed not on him. That the saying of Isaiah, the prophet, might be fulfilled, which he spake. What, what was wrong with these people that they could not believe Jesus when he was right there in the flesh with them? Have you ever asked yourself that? That the saying of Isaiah might be fulfilled, which he spake, Lord, who hath believed our report? Who, who, Lord, is catching this? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore, they could not believe because that Isaiah said again, he hath blinded their eyes and hardened their heart that they should not see with their eyes nor understand with their heart and be converted and I should heal them. What's wrong? These things said Isaiah when he saw his glory and spake of him. Nevertheless, 
Among the chief rulers also many believed on him, but because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. For they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. You see, their darkness and their prison came by their disobedience to the word. And when they did not obey the word, they could not receive the revelation. Here's the key. Pharisees learned, have learned how to deny things. Oh, that's God, that's wicked, that's evil. Yet, Pharisees have no self-denial in their life. Therefore, their confessions are empty. They say, oh, we know that that sin over there is so bad. But they have no discipline in their own life. And they fall into the pit. And they're taken by every snare of the wicked one. Do you want victory today? Victory is an attitude that says, I want all that God has for me today. And it must start in my life concerning sin, concerning darkness, and concerning prisons where I am caught, I am in bondage, I am ensnared of the wicked one, and I need victory. I'm not saying this to say you're all wicked and vile people. I'm saying that every one of us are human. And as long as we're human, we are going to have to face who we are, what our actions are, what our attitudes are. It's one thing for me to talk about not doing things that are going to give the devil an edge. But I need to realize today, if I want victory in my life, I'm going to have to cut him off right here by saying, if God doesn't want me to do it, I'm not going to do it. Would you stand with me today? So Paul told Timothy, I will, therefore, that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. What a place for a man to be today. That he knows obedience and he knows that he has himself in the right positioning with sin. And he can lift up holy hands without condemnation, without the devil sitting on his shoulder and saying, you have no right to even lift your hands. I saw what you did. I know what's in your heart. In like manner, also women adorn themselves in modest apparel, in shamefacedness and sobriety, with, not with broidered hair or gold or pearls or costly array that, that adds to who they are, but which becometh women professing godliness with good works. And so therefore, it is contained in the scriptures, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect and precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious, one unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same as became the head of the corner. A stone of stumbling and a rock of offense even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. I want today the perfect law of liberty, not only in my past when I came to God, but I want the perfect law of liberty in my life today tomorrow don't be satisfied with a life that's mixed and confusing a little sin, a little righteousness a little good intention but a little evil you have to realize today that's not the way God wants to bring victory in your life but today I want to give you just a few moments to pray to take just a little bit of time 
and say, God, today, help me to look once again that I am taking advantage of your word. I am obedient, and I desire your will. And God, just lead me in the paths of righteousness. Show me the way. Track my heart. Help me to see that which is contentious and wrong. And help me to perceive the path of righteousness today. God bless you. Would you come? Would you pray today? Messages for, I believe, every one of us today. That we would be able to say yes to him. Which were in time past, not a people, but now the people of God. Which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts, which war against the soul. Have your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may, by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of salvation, visitation. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man, for the Lord's sake, rather be to kings as supreme or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. For so is the will of God, that with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, as free and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as the servants of God. Lord, help us today. Jesus, help us It's free. It's free.
free.